the Belmont Saturday Pick 6 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at CircusSports.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Uh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban link on. Yes, Cuban B. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. They say Mississippi burning, I'm sipping, serving, Welcome. Welcome. Going to get a Belmont. For today, that's right. If you're hearing, if you're hearing this on Saturday, it was recorded today, this morning. We're getting a pick six play for you uh, all together at Belmont for their closing Saturday. Um, before I get into that, I, I had something just upsetting happen yesterday. It was, it made me question a lot of things about myself. Um, as many of you are, I'm I'm in a Discord server. Um, you might even be in one for uh, horse racing. Here's the deal. You're not in one as cool as I am. I going to say it's the OG. And uh, I was chatting with uh, one of my friends there, Sheldon. Uh, Sheldon, a.k.a. Shoe. Shoe, I apologize. I still don't know how to pronounce your last name, bro. Um, it's hard to ask that in text format. Have you sp- spell it phonetically? Because um, then you can really see um, where my grasp of phonics is. Uh, it eludes me. It eludes me. That's a weak, weak grasp I have on the subject. But so, as always, shoe pops in, you know, check on one of our chats. And he never just drops in and says, like, hi. Usually he drops in and he says something just incredibly poignant and well-timed and well-thought-out and executed, which is a great counter to my shotgun spray and pray uh, approach with messaging. I really just stream of conscious, uh, consciousness uh, text and DM people. Probably pretty annoying. Uh, I'm self-aware, at least. At least I know uh, what's going on. Um, but I had, it led to this where, you know, he came, comes in, he drops his poignant thing. And I make the joke, God, how dare you come in here and just say uh, really remarkable shit. Uh, it's well thought out every single time. And he responded with a gif. And it was with like a shamed, stressed out Pomeranian. And I started sending this message and I was like, feels like a goddamn travesty that a man above 35 is about to have to say something like this. But I, sh- I saw the shamed Pomeranian gif and I thought you might take that as me being a jerk. And then he's like, no, we're good. And then I realized that I read too much into a, a gif of a shamed Pomeranian. What has this fucking world come to? Like, how did I add that much Pomeranian subtext for this to even be an issue? But, I mean, in my defense, I'm often, you know, suggestible just by certain physical cues I get from different, you know, different dogs, things like that. I mean, one time I actually misread a wink from a Cocker Spaniel that has some wet-ass eyes. And I lost $375,000 in a, in a real estate deal that, that went sideways. Listen, I'm a risk taker. 
Cocker Spaniel winks at me like, you in on this dog? Yeah, dog, I'm in. That's all I'm going to say is life is strange now that you have to read uh, into your friend's messages that have short video loops of Pomeranians and try to get down to the subtext of it. All right, let's talk about what we are going to be discussing today. It's Belmont Park today. We're talking about the pick six for today, the 8th of July, year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, first race of the sequence is going to be race seven. And folks' time is going to be 4.11 Eastern time, 3.11 God's time. And the sequence includes a couple pretty good races. You got three grade stakes in here, two of them grade ones, the grade one Belmont Oaks Invitational and the grade one Belmont Derby Invitational, both of those on the turf. And then you got a sprint grade three, the victory ride stakes. I believe, let me, let me verify, before I'm out here peddling false narratives or some shit. Yeah, six and a half furlongs, six and a half furlongs on the dirt. Uh, don't forget if you're not an avid pick six player, you just might think that all pick sixes are 20 cent pick sixes and it's a jackpot. Well, I hate, I hate to burst your bubble, but wrong, wrong. You'll be wrong. And this is the format I actually prefer. I like the $1 base. I actually wish they would go back to the $2 pace where they pay, pay like a five of six, four of six constellation. They do a full force out of the pool. There's no carryovers. If you're brand new to horse playing and playing pick sixes, I want you to listen to what I'm about to say very closely and very carefully. Do not play the 20 cent jackpot pick sixes unless it is a mandatory payout day where they have to pay out the full pool. If you don't understand how a jackpot pick six works, this is just a, a loose sort of a way to describe it, but it's also pretty spot on. You have to hit the pick six, and then you have to hit, hit the fucking power ball along with it. What does that mean? It means for you to scoop that entire pot, which has to happen in these jackpots, unless it's a mandatory payout day. The only way you can scoop the jackpot is if you have the one single unique ticket. Uh, that no one else punched in. You've got that weird sequence of Fibonacci numbers. Uh, that That is the unique ticket. It hits. You win everything. Okay, maybe that was the time to play it, but I'm going to guess that you probably can't do that many times or ever. Um, so all that money, instead of paying out, the jackpot just keeps rolling over. So if you're playing it, you're just fattening the pools for a, uh, you know, mandatory payout day here's an idea just wait for the mandatory payout day and take all the pool fattening money that other people have been doing it because they just play a pick six out of you know reflex i guess at this point <sighs> people man fucking people i don't know what to say anymore just people when i get worked up about people i, I at least take solace they're good friends at Circus Sports because they cool my aching nerves with the Circa Millions and the Circus Survivor. They're back. Their contests are back with 14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. The Circa Millions, just pick five NFL picks against the spread each week. Circus Survivor, just pick a different money line winner each week. 
You enter in Vegas, you play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there last week in August. CircusSports.com for all the details at CircusSports.com. What would I do with the money if I win? Say I won all 14 of the million. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a brand new pair of socks every day. So every day is like I'm walking on the cushiest of new socks. That's not an invitation for you to uh, ask to see my feet, by the way. Ooh, that brings up a good point. Vic Stoffer's tootsies. I might have to do a full episode of the fact that Vic Stoffer generated the first ever request not to show feet on the internet. Um he acknowledged it too and took it down. It was uh, it was mighty big of him. Uh, but he's out there playing in the uh, World Series of Poker. That dude goes hard. All right, let's talk about this pick six sequence. It's going to kick off with race seven. Race seven is a six and a half furlong, sixty-two and a half thousand dollar non-winners at two somethings. Optional claimer. I'm going three deep in this. Now remember, it's a one dollar base, so going more than two deep, these legs start to pay up or start to uh, multiply on you just a little bit. My top pick in the seventh is going to be number seven business model at 10 to one for the absolutely uh, piping hot uh, David Jacobson. Say this, say go DJ, say go DJ, Oh, it's not only David Jacobson trained. This is the pet horse angle. That's right. It's also owned by David Jacobson. It's the perfect pace setup for hot, you know, for hot connections right now. I mean, you give me a hot barn and just a tailor-made pace. Yeah, it's a it's a play that I'm gonna make uh nine times out of ten, especially when I see a morning line. You know, we know it's going to fluctuate. It's probably going to come down a little bit, but I see it at 10 to 1. I have a feeling I'm probably going to be able to get a little bit of value in a bet here. Uh, definitely a horse I want to use in my horizontals. I added two other horses. I didn't go number order, uh, but I, I did did them in chronological uh, how I love them in regards to time. Uh, chronological wasn't the right word. All right, number two, majority partner at 3 to 1. Uh, this could be the speed. Um, but I have, I have old majort part here, uh, likely rating on the rail, but possibly on the lead. Uh, it's a big ask to leave this one off the ticket. Hey, it's a big stakes day. Uh, so you got to figure that early speed might actually cruise. Uh, but also the horse can, you know, got a little rate to him as D'Angelo Bargsdale would say in the uh, wire, he's got a little creep to him. The other one I used, uh, the one, 24 Mamba, 8-1. to one. Hopefully, Kobe's killer instinct is in this horse uh, named for him. Uh, I'm including it on the ticket because uh, this is the other closer, and sometimes getting closers up into the winner's circle on your ticket is just a numbers game. Why is it a numbers game? Because it's hard to pick your way through some of these larger fields. Granted, this one isn't a big one. But it's hard to, you know, you have to count on closers, have things go their way. So if it's going to set up for a closer to, you know, it's things to go a closer's way, you might as well play multiple closers here, especially if you got a little bit, a few prices. I don't think I'm on the chalk uh, in that race. So race seven, we kick it off. Uh, the top pick was the seven business model at 10 to one. 
Also using the two majority partner at three to one and the one twenty four Mamba at eight to one. All right, we hit our first graded stake. Season stake, nah, graded. A plus American beef. It's the ten furlong Belmont Oaks Invitational Stakes. It's a grade one. It's on the inner turf. I got a. I got a, something bold here. Um, yes, I'm, yes, I'm saying it. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now- it's a Chad Brown horse. Yeah, I know. Singling a Chad in a in a New York stakes on turf. How how just cavalier of me. Um, it's a little bit of a ballsy single. Uh, five to one for prerequisite. The five on the morning line. But with the way the lone speed can kind of started kind of creeping away on the turf yesterday, um, widener or the inner, though I did notice it a little bit more on the on the widener. I, I kind of love prerequisite to pull something one of his barn mates pulled uh, Kentucky Derby weekend, just pull it in an Italian and just chunk the deuces, grip the wood grain and act a fool. Punch the gas. Hear the Yoki- Yokohama's screech. I just threw out so many car things I remember from cash money records at the turn of the century. Um, yeah, I, it's it's a hard single for me uh, with this the five uh, prerequisite. And it, it comes down to just pace. Once again, comes down to pace uh, because no one else is, is going to go. And prerequisite should. Uh, I guess the question is, does it have the pedigree to hold? But, I mean, the horse is wired at a mile and an eighth. I think they can add another furlong in, and, and he'll be – He'll be iry, uh, as they would say, uh, on the islands. All right. We're two legs down. Let's keep dipping some more. Let's dip the feet in now. Let's go to race nine. Seven furlongs, $95,000. Non-winners won something. Get the PPs and read the condition. I'm not your condition reading monkey. Uh, it's an allowance. It's on the Widener turf. This is another race where I went about uh, three deep. Went three deep here in the ninth. For one, seven furlongs is a is a turf bastard distance. Don't let anyone tell you that's not true. Uh, the top pick is going to be the eight appraise. Can Chad finish off a Chad Brown double and will it be the chattiest browniest thing we've ever seen? Probably. Of course he can. This is a these are night races. Like this is kind of it, it's what Chad do. Uh, this should be a packed early pace picture also with a, a bunch of horses, you know, like the first race that we talked about, uh, a bunch of horses going forward early. A praise is a Chad run style that I'm more versed in, which is more of the European deeper closer. Uh, it's, it seems like only now that he's starting to get these these horses like uh, was a Trebuvin or Tickfin flu or whatever that were all kind of speed on the front. Maybe he's changing tactics. I don't know. But, you know, he's very like very much like a classically trained you know, European style turf trainer. All right. Appraise is the play. Let's get you a little little morning line action there. Left that off the old sheet. But don't you fret none. I can find that shit out quick. Yeah. Appraise at 92. Still sitting at a great price. And then I'm using two more horses. Am I using shot? Nope. Nope. I've got other ones that I might want to play here that are longer uh the one dark vector at eight to one uh this one might have a little bit of turf hoof ran well on two good tracks 
uh, or sorry, two tracks rated good. I'm sure they were all good tracks, you know, just like everyone gets a participation, but it was rated good. Got to clarify. Um, you know, maybe it's got a little bit of the turf off. They could handle a little bit more of the off going might translate a little, you know, well to turf. Uh, I think should be sitting kind of that rating pocket trip on the rail. Um, the other one I'm using the horse right to the outside of the two elusive edge at eight to one. Uh, another one that could be rating on the rail or sitting a length off and waiting for the hole to open up. Sometimes when you're playing these off pace horses, it's, it's just a numbers game. So three deep there with the eight appraise at nine to two. And then we've got the one dark vector. Sounds badass, just to be fair, uh, at eight to one. And elusive edge, the two at eight to one also. So yeah, man, we're we're gunning for for long shots. Some might call them underdogs. And those some might be our friends at Underdog Fantasy. That's right, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Not knock. Who's there? It's Underdog Fantasy with a notorious OTB in a very lovely patch. You know, very lovely package. Uh their best ball man for us here. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. What have, what have I talked about now? Like $29 million in prizes combined? Jesus. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There's so many ways to win over at Underdog. And Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to one hondo. $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. That was our mid-card break. We got the first three done. The first half. Now it's time to get weird. It's time to get weird with races 10, 11, and 12. We move on from the ninth into the 10th with the, ten, the other 10 furlong uh, turf race, the Belmont Derby Invitational Stakes. I actually covered this one uh, with Sarah and Matthew uh, yesterday. Uh, my, my top pick still stands. It's the six silver knot, six to one. It's... Hashtag never again, Charlie Appleby. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to be Appleby. I'm not going to get the Oreo shake on date night or whatever the fuck. It's, uh, I hate that song. I hate it so much. It's so bad. I'm sorry, I got upset there. I'm not going to let Appleby knock me out. So I'm using the six silver knot, six to one. Uh, the horse, it's not just for the Appleby thing. This horse, obviously, in my opinion, obviously wants more distance. We look at some of the Brisnet, uh, Sire and damn sire information by Lope de Vega. Lope de Vega had an average winning distance of about 8.5. You'll see most sires have one a little over six. You know, as you start seeing more distance, you'll start seeing, you know, seven because I mean, it's the aggregate. Um, the damn sire had an average winning distance of 11.3. Like, Silver Knight could maybe win this without breathing. We'll find out. I, it's not recommended. It's not recommended. You should always, you should always breathe. Um, I don't have my favorite, uh, Godolphin cause that my dolphin, uh, angle going here, uh, with Charlie Appleby because there's not a second, uh, Godolphin horse, which means there's no white cap. It's out here looking like a Southside gangster crypt gang, uh, in the Godolphin blue with silver knot. And then I only use one more horse. 
I'm just a, I don't know, Anglophile, I guess, because uh, I used the other uh, Euro Invader. Uh, just drape me in European horse Kevlar, because if you're going to take shots, I'm going to need to cover my vitals here. The horse ran some big races at, at, at Epsom in the uh, UK. It was a winner at uh, York uh, over good turf, which is like the American equivalent to firm. So, yeah, I double down on the European horses. Listen, they win. They come over here, they win our races. They're really just very polite Vikings that leave things unraped, to the best of my knowledge. You know, I'm done with any of these horses if the sexual assault has occurred. I'm just going to say it. But, uh, yeah, that's what they do. They come over, they pillage, they plunder, they leave with uh, some of our most favoritist turf trophies. <sighs> Limey bastards. So just using 611. Speaking of 11, we're moving to race 11. Leg five of our pick six, the six and a half furlong victory ride stakes. It is a grade three, and there is a overwhelming entry in this race, I'll say, uh, that I think is going to make people think uh, crazy bullshit. And that crazy bullshit that they're going to think is that Maple Leaf Mel is just too fast and can outrun these horses. Maple Leaf Mel is very fast. However, you have some bona fide need-the-lead horses in here. I'm looking at Dazzling Blue for Brad Cox and Flavian Pratt. You know they're sending. That's just what Brad Cox horses do. They run really fast, really soon after they leave the gate. Uh, you got another one in here. Uh, let's see. Maple Leaf Mel. Then you've got uh, Downtown Mischief. Hasn't always needed the lead, but certainly has done its best running when it needed the lead. For uh, Linda Rice, you got Jose Lascano up. They hit it like 25%. You know they're going because that's their only move. You got to look at off-pace horses here. I'm sorry. I know it's a juiced-up Naira track day. I know I'm talking a, lot, a few dirt races, and I'm like, yeah, closers. Oh, closers. And it's not all closers. It's not all closers. Sometimes it's just horses that will hang out a little bit closer to the pace uh, than then, you know, the, the deep closers. It's the, it's the ones that will stay like one and a half, two back. My top pick. Listen, I really don't like Chad Brown this much. I want to clarify that before I give you this pick. It's the number one, uh, Interpolate. You know, some rate is going to be necessary uh, because I think a horse like Maple Leaf Mel duels himself out in this race. Interpolate will save ground and have the pace to tee off on. And then I'm going to the extreme outside. I'm taking all the closing paths up the rail, way out in the tractor trail. The other horse I'm using is the eight red carpet ready at three to one. Horse is going to be stalking the pace from a wide position. And, and since I'm going closer here, it makes sense to use all the, the closers, I think, that are worth a damn. Do you feel do you feel the anticipation coming up? You mean you kind of feed off the anticipation, you know? Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch baby mistress gets to stand on. Don't kink shame me. You know why? Because I'm not ashamed. I'm a big old freaky deaky. All right. Race 12. In true Naira slash anywhere fashion. Big day. You get the big races out of the way. Now let's really set this bitch off with a six furlong, $40,000 New York bred. Maiden claiming it's on the inner turf, and man, uh, I'm going after it. I I'm 
firing uh, at a big price that I want on this ticket here. Um, I went ahead and I used the six horses burn Jakey burn at 12 to one horse was coming off of like just a nightmare overland trip. It was seven, eight wide. It's freshly gelded. Just a freshly um, ball of sack. Just the empty coin purse. And it gets Lasix for the first time today. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it when I see trainers make these moves. I think that I know that they're doing absolutely everything they can. They're throwing the kitchen sink at this maiden to try to get it into the winner's circle. I think it bounces back second off the layoff and then second off of a blowout work. I talk about this a lot. I hate seeing bullet works before a horse goes to a race. I want to see a bullet work. I want to see a slow ass work. Then I want to see the horse race. Well, it went bullet work straight to a race. Uh, just fizzled out. They cooled it out, snatched up its balls. Now they're running it back without another blowout there. So I, I like the horse's you know, chances to, to run back quick. So that's my top pick there. Other one I'm using is going to be the one screw loose at five to one. It's a third career start and first time dropping to New York bread maiden claiming from uh maiden special weight. That's close to one of the biggest drops in class you can get. It's second start in the Hennig barn. Um, I also use the two blue plate special at three to one. I always feel like the Dutch rows, be it a, a Rick or another Dutch row, uh, they, I think they spot their horses up pretty well, have them run through the weeds. They, I think they get their turf horses in the right spots. Um, we get the we get the the Rick Dutch row for this one, not the not the unsuspended Dutch row has been training for the last few years. The one that's been out of the game for for about five to ten. And then I finished off with one last horse. And that is going to be the 12 boxcars, Boston strong mama. We got another uh, pet horse angle here. Uh, when the 22% winning George Weaver uh, gets this one up for the George Weaver owned Boston strong mama gets JJ up. Another guy who's sneakily hot. Love the work pattern heading into this one. It's got two turf wins. Uh, you know, it, the mayor's drops it. Sorry. Three foals. Uh, winners, two of them winners on the turf. I don't know. I think it takes to it. I think the horse takes to it. And it's once again, just another one that I don't want to risk leaving off of my ticket. Now. Just as a fun game, as I'm attempting to math here, I'm going to attempt to try to talk at the same time and not just like stare into space and fiddle with my balls or something like that, like I do when I'm nervous, which is very off-putting. Ooh, woof, I did that math wrong. See, I did the talking well, but not the math. Silence. This math is getting away from me, guys. All right, there we go. So I'm going to rattle off my ticket here. Uh, when you hear the price, just remember, 
It's a dollar. It's well, if you play the the twenty cent jackpots, it, it would cost a fifth of this, but you'd also be getting screwed. The more you know. All right, race seven. We're gonna use the one, the two, and the seven. Top pick there was the seven. Race eight. It's obvious who the top pick was. It was the five because we are single there. Uh, race nine, the third leg. We are using one, two, and eight. Race ten, leg four. We're using the two British invaders, six and eleven. Race 11, we are on the one and eight, the inside and outside closer, and then we're spreading out four deep in the finale. One, two, six, 12, $288 play. I I couldn't single anywhere else. Uh, and I, it's not that it was a reach of a single, it's just like a ballsy single, uh, with prerequisite in the second leg there. One dollar base wager makes an expensive play, but the payoffs are worth it if you hit it. That's it. That doing my my duty, wake up, get a podcast recorded before 9 a.m. God's time, the only time zone that matters. Ah, that's it. What else do I have to say? Oh, yeah, check out check out the merch. We got merch. We got things to put your abdomen and thorax in, and uh, you know, got some mugs to drink your coffee out of. Got t-shirts that'll keep you cool. We got coffee mugs that'll keep your drink warm. So check that out. That's going to be it for us at the Notorious OTB. Be excited about next week. It is toga time. That's right. We are less than seven days out. We are six days out. Six more sleeps. You sleep like angels. I will catch you next time on the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.